Happy Friday, everybody, and welcome to another handsome episode of Made Man, your favorite podcast dedicated to your favorite show about advertising, Mad Men. Ladies and gentlemen, today I just watched, just finished, Season 4, Episode 3, The Good News. Where we last left off, it was Christmas time in Mad Men Land, and Don and his uh, secretary have, uh, well, they had sexual intercourse, I mean, to, to put it bluntly. Um, looks like she was looking for something more, but Don wasn't. No, no, no. Don was getting ready to go to Acapulco for New Year's Eve, for New Year's. Get away, have a little vacation. Uh, but our episode didn't start with Don. It started with Joan. Joan in the, is seeing her doctor. Her doctor, who she's on a very nice first name basis with. Um, he's obviously known her for years. She's there to see, to make sure that she can uh, have children, that she can get pregnant, that she can uh, start a family with her husband. Uh, it comes up that she's had some quote-unquote procedures, one the doctor did, and one she had to go to some back alley to do, if you know what I mean. Yes, Joni's had a couple abortions. She said um, that the first one sounded shifty because she's she said, uh, oh, she said she was a midwife, which means, you know, who knows who this woman was that Joan went to to get an abortion. Um, but the second time around, it was the doctor. And, and, you know, the doctor's like, well, you got pregnant again. And, you know, everything happened. Everything that happened with me was fine. So you should be fine to have children. Um, it seems like she wants to rush and, and have a family uh, with her husband because her husband, things are kind of sensitive. The fact that he's trying to he's he's working. Um, he doesn't get New Year's off. Actually, Joan asked for New Year's off so she could... Uh, she asked for a couple days after New Year's off so that they could have some time together. Uh, Lane said, no, you can't have a vacation after a vacation. He was kind of a jerk to her. He's like, don't cry to me. Um, you find out later why he was kind of probably on edge. Um, and, you know, she... she's Joan is really upset because, you know, she's like... You're working, then you're off to basic training, and then they're probably going to ship you off to Vietnam. Um, you know, in this episode, I'm going to focus on Joan just right now. Uh, this episode, it's tough because it they really do a a, a nice they do a, something with the husband of Joan, where you feel like, oh, you know, this guy is is doing his best. He's a nice guy. He's good for her. But in the back of my mind, I always think, well, he's also the same guy that was drunk and raped Joan in Don's office. Don't forget that. Never forget that. Every time you see this guy, I'm waiting for him to, to, to bubble over and rage and do something awful. Every time I see him, that's all I see. That's all I will ever see. But they're trying, but they're, they're doing a nice job of trying to make you, trying to sugarcoat or, or cover Try to make him look like there's more to him than that. But I think they don't want you to forget. At least I'm not going to forget. I hope they don't want you to forget. Because as as good as this guy can seem at times, because of that, he's shit to me. And he always, always, always will be. Um, 
she actually got in an argument with Lane, as I said, who you know was like, "Don't don't cry to me," because she was like, "I want to have time off, and no one's even doing any work anyway." Uh, Lane felt bad, so he sent her flowers. Except it didn't quite go as planned. Um, this episode, to me, I thought was going to be basic. The way it was going, it seemed like it was Joan and Don. Don and Joan. It was their stories, no one else. Uh, but Joan's story kind of morphed into Lane's story, and then it becomes Lane's story. See, um, Joan gets this nice box of flowers, and it, and it says, like, really something sweet and... Um, like butter her up like something inappropriate for Joan something that you would give to someone special Joan called him on it slammed the flowers in his face he was like well, there's you know always going to do like a real cockney accent but that's not that's not right um, alright alright oh you know I'm basically doing Dick Van Dyke doing a British accent I with I with um, you know we with me friends okay I don't, I'm going on a stupid tangent what I was trying to say is Joan got pissed at him and he's like there's been some sort of mistake he calls in his secretary his, or as he would say his secretary and the thing is is she the secretary mixed up the cards so the secretary so his wife got a um, card that said um, please forgive me Joan I think I'm, I, you know forgive me Joan and she got the card for the wife um, so Joan, basically they fired the secretary, first of all. And I think Joan kind of, you know, wasn't mad at Lane anymore. Lane was trying to be good, but it went, it went bad for Lane. Later on, Joan is trying to have New Year's Eve with her, um, with her husband by doing it at Hawaii time. So he came back in the next morning. She has all these Hawaiian stuff, lays laid out and... Um, she ends up cutting her finger, making him, uh, I guess, fresh squeeze orange juice. She cuts her finger pretty bad. Instead of going to the hospital, the doctor, he, the husband, who's the doctor, takes out his bag, takes out his little kit, his doctor's bag, and does a, you know, really nice job of suturing her up and, you know, talking, you know, being kind of nice to her, sweet to her. And I'm thinking, you're, you son of a bitch. Joan starts really crying. I think just the weight of she can't get the time off with her husband. The husband has all this, um, they, cause they had an argument earlier that, you know, she can't get the time off and he's like, quit your job. She's like, I need the job. Um, and I think it was all, it all just bubbled over and Joan was really crying. Um, and also the fact that, you know, she wants to have children with this guy. Is he going to be going off to Vietnam? What the hell's going on there? I don't know. Um, I wonder, are we going to, so this is the end of 1964 going into 1965. Are we going to see him get shipped off to Vietnam? Are we going to see, are we going to be on the outside watching the Vietnam War? We were on the outside seeing the uh, JFK assassination. It's interesting to see real points of history kind of as the backdrop to these, you know, fictional lives going on. So I wonder if we will see that. Um, I think that would be pretty interesting to see. So that's really Joan's story. Joan's story with those flowers accidentally going to her, the mix-up with Lane, becomes Lane's story. But I'm not going to go to Lane's story now. I'm going to jump all the way back to Don Draper. He had to sign a few things uh, for a secretary who's, you know, still kind of looking at him like, 
you know, we just um, the other night had, um, you know, as I said, sexual intercourse. Um, but he was just like, hey, you know, are you going to have, what are you going to do New Year's Eve? And she's like, well, some of the, we're going to go to, uh, you know, probably Times Square with some friends. Um, it was scary last year. Um, but we're going to be with a bunch of ladies. Um, you know, but nothing else came of it with her and him. Um, he kind of looked at her longingly, but he was like, happy new year. Have a happy new year. Uh, it was almost like, you know, I, either he forgot or he's just like, sorry, this is how it's going to be. Um, but nothing else came from that. See, he was leaving to go to Acapulco. He, but he was stopping off at LA first. Uh, actually Harry, uh, wanted him to meet a few people out there in LA, but Don didn't do it. Um, I'm sorry. I want to yawn. It's so late. 9 p.m. Um, yeah, Harry was in it for a minute, just talking about meeting some people in LA. He's like, "Hell, they'll probably cast you," uh, but he's like, "You know, I'm, I'm I'm doing things out there." He didn't um, do whatever Harry wanted to do. The reason he was going to LA was so that he could run into Anna Draper, right? Anna's her name, the real Mrs. Draper, quote unquote, Don's first wife. Um, again, he explained all this to Betty. She still didn't get it. It, it it hurts me that if Betty thinks that what Don was deceiving her with uh, is worth a divorce, because I don't think it is. Well, I mean, it's not good to be deceiving her, but he could, he, you know, you can see why he did. Um, obviously, oh my God, the yawns. Obviously, you know, the um, copious amounts of infidelity uh, would also be grounds for a divorce. Um so it's not like Don doesn't deserve it, but he's always so sweet to the original Mrs. Draper. Uh, and she loves him. And I, I love that when she's out, when he's out there, he isn't Don because she was married to Don. He's Dick. It's just Dick, Dick, Dick. That, that did not come out right, but you know, it's <laughs> cracking myself up. Um, I can't even go on. Um, totally, totally just distracted myself. You know, she's, she's very much like, hi, Dick. I love you, Dick. <laughs> I am a man child. Um, so obviously, uh, Don, I don't know what, what do I call him while he's out there? I guess I call him Dick. Uh, he's out there to visit her, to check up on her. You know, she knows that he, he's been divorced and she's like, maybe you can bring the kids out. I'd love to meet them someday. Oh, excuse me. She's in a cast. Um, because she said she fell and broke her ankle or something, frying eggs. I don't know uh, how that works. And the truth is, um, I don't think it was frying eggs. Uh, well, it definitely wasn't. There's something else going on. Um, and it, it's it's actually worse than you think. You know, it's not just someone... No, we'll get there. We'll get there. So uh, she had, while he's visiting, uh, she has some people checking up on her because of the cast. It's her sister and her niece. And the niece I recognized right away because I watch all those DC shows on CW. Look, look, I'm really into Mad Men. It's a great show. It is a, it is a, like a quintessential television landmark show. And I'm glad I'm watching it. But I also watch a lot of hot garbage. Uh, not, you know what? I shouldn't say hot garbage. I watch a lot of stuff that is very much more youth 
and superhero oriented. Uh, and um, one of those shows is called DC's Legends of Tomorrow. And uh, there's a, there's an actress on there. I think her name is Katie Lotz, I believe is how you pronounce her last name. And she, uh, we see a young, a much younger, not a much younger version, but a younger version of her as the niece. And the moment I saw her, uh, the moment I saw her, I thought, oh my goodness, this is, it, this is Dawn's next conquest, or at least attempted conquest. And I was right, but we'll get there. Um, and, you know, the sister seems more like snooty and, and you know, like, oh, uh, what are you doing here? And you need this and you need that. And the sister's more laid back. How you doing? Groovy dude. Um, that was bad. And, uh, you know, Anna Draper wants her to stick around, hang out, meet Dawn. Um, so the sister reluctantly lets them hang out. Uh, and she's like, she also said to her niece, I also know you have, you have grass. Which for for you uh, you hipsters, that's uh, what uh, marijuana was called back in the '60s and '70s and uh, maybe the '80s. Before was, I don't think it was called weed back then. Maybe it was, but it was definitely called grass. Go smoke some grass. Um, but they ended up. Don's like, let's go. Come on, we're, we're going to get. There's a place he likes to eat. He takes them both out there. And they hang out and they're talking. And you know, she's a college student. So she's talking about the time, you know, being, you know, like people are um, uh, having a sit-in or some kind of demonstration, probably about the Vietnam War. She's like, somebody's got to go to class, so she's not doing that stuff. And, you know, she sees Don as this older guy, and Don knows her. Don's like, the last time I saw you, you, you didn't have any teeth, um, which, again, makes it even creepier, uh, what Don tries to do later. And, you know, they uh, they talk, and they hang out, and... They, uh, Don ends up slow dancing with her. Um, just, he's, you know, she's like, Anna Draper's like, keep your hands at 10 and 2, you know, don't be inappropriate. But, um, they, they, they slow dance while Don's still holding a cigarette in his hand. I love the things they can do while smoking, uh, a madman. You know, if smoking was good for you, I'd probably do it because it's just so damn cool. I want to smoke and I want to drink. Uh, thank you, Don Draper. So they go home and, um, she's like, all right, I should head out. Don's like, let me drive you. She's like, no, I'm going to hitchhike. Eh, maybe you'll be safer. So Don takes her home. And this is what I'm like. You see Don had the kind of glass, glass, glass over eyes where it's a little, he's a little foggy. He's probably a little drunk. And he's like, I'm going to make my Don Draper move now. He puts his arm around her and she's like, what are you doing? He's like, what do you think I'm doing, baby? I don't know. He didn't say that, but he's like, you're so young and so pretty. And then she just was like, I have to tell you something. And this is where it gets bad. You see, Annie didn't break her leg from, uh, from the frying eggs or whatever. She broke her leg because she has, uh, brittle bones because she has cancer in her bones. Um, and he wanted to let her, she wanted to let him know that. Because, she, you know, if he leaves and something happens to her and she never sees him again, he never sees her again, he, she wants, he, she wanted him to know. Um, I guess she felt guilty, but even worse, because Don's like, oh, oh my God, of course she wouldn't say anything. And the girl's like, oh, she doesn't know. And Don's like, what? What? They didn't tell her. They didn't tell her. They, they're keeping it from her. They, I don't know why uh, the sister is doing this, but I guess it's so advanced. There's nothing they can do. 
and um, that they just rather keep her in the dark and let, instead of having her kind of feel bad, I guess. I don't know. Don's like, what the F are you talking about? We have to do something. I have to say something. And she's like, you can't, you can't say anything. You shouldn't even, you should just go to Acapulco. Actually, he, she didn't say that. Um, she's like, you can't say anything. I, I wasn't supposed to, you know, you can't let him know that I told you, I, you know, but I wanted you to know, but you can't say anything. She, we don't want her to know. And um, that was, you know, it's pretty terrible. So um, Dawn was going to leave the next day. And the Anna wakes up, goes out into the uh, her living room, and there was a stain from a, a leak uh, on the wall. And Don's painting it. He's painting it. And she's like, I thought you had to go. And he's in his T-shirt and shorts. And um, he's like, I could stick around a little longer. Change of plans. Um, and uh, she's like, well, I could watch Don Draper. I could watch Dick Whitman, she said. I could watch Dick Whitman, you know, paint in my living room in shorts any day of the week. You know, she she knows he's a younger, you know, hunk, hunk of a man. And um, though I don't see her as much older. Um she just loves Dick Whitman. Dick Whitman loves her. It's just like, it's like an aunt or a sister or a confidant or a best friend. It's just something. They just have a relationship that is real. It's one of the, and it was built upon a lie, but it's still one of the realest, like honest to goodness relationship that Don Draper, Dick Whitman has in his life. It's one of the few, um, might be the, like the only one. That he has. And, you know, he knows. She doesn't know. And you could see Don just, like, feels terrible. And he's like, uh, I have to tell you something. Uh, oh, no. no. I'm sorry. That's not happens yet. So the sister shows up, and she sees him in shorts. She's like, goodness gracious, you couldn't keep your pants on. And then he goes out, and he, he wants to yell at her. She's bringing groceries. And he's like, I have to talk to you. She goes, uh, you t- I know all about you. You brought me 2.30 last night. That's when he brought the, the daughter home. He's like, how could you not tell her? She, he, nothing happened with Don. No, Don wanted something to happen, but nothing did. He's like, how could you not tell her? She's like, there's nothing we can do. He goes, I'm here now. And I'm going to bring her to the best doctors. And, you know, I don't know what the hell, what quack you're saying, you know, you're doing, dealing with. And she's like, we brought her to specialists. He's like, specialists? And she knows something's up, you know? The specialist said, "There's nothing we can do, okay? I'm here, and you you can't do anything. You're just a, you're you're not her family. You're just a man with a checkbook or something like that. And the best thing you could do is go off to Alcapulco and go, you know, and just you know that's the best thing you could do. And he felt like oh, like a punch in the gut. He brings the groceries in. He's like, "Listen, I have to tell you something." She's like, "What is it?" And I thought, "Don't do it, Don." And he got, he thought better of it because why should he be the one to kind of crush her with this horrible news when he's just coming in and going and then leaving the, the sister to deal with it. Uh, it's terrible that they did this, but it's not his place. He saw that and he decided, you know, um, I have to leave. I have to go. And she's like, uh, oh, that's okay. Of course. Who cares? Don't worry about it. You know, she's thinking, I'll see you another time. He's thinking, I'm probably never going to see you again. I don't know. I have no idea. We're going to see her again. I don't. 
when I watch certain shows, I like to look on IMDb. Who's this actor? Oh, they're on seven episodes of the show. Cool. Or, but if I look up and see this woman's on other episodes up until, you know, years later, then I know she's back in the show. So I'm trying not to do that with Mad Men because I don't want to know when people come back. Um, so this might be the last time we've ever, we ever see her. And are we ever gonna, is it going to be like a, he sees in a newspaper clipping? I don't even know if that would, how that would work. You know, California and New York, she'd probably, he'd probably never know. Maybe he'd get a call from the sister or from this niece. Uh, I don't know. Somebody, if, if anything happened, because you feel like he'd want to be there. Maybe the next time he's out there, it's for a funeral. I don't know. Oof. Just the thought of it. It's just sad because she's such a nice person. Um, but he's like, I have to go. She's like, oh, that's fine. That's fine. He's like, I'll, uh, I'll bring the kids uh, for Easter. She's like, that'd be great. And I think he's saying, you know, I, I probably won't because I won't get a chance to. Um, but it just was really sad. And then the next shot of him, he is on an aeroplane. Uh, and I'm thinking to myself, uh, this seem, it seemed like it was near the end of the episode. Oh, he's going off to Alcapoco. But he's not. Uh, the next day you see him walking into uh, Sterling Cooper, Draper, Rice. See, I remembered. And he goes to unlock the door, but the door's already open. He goes in. This is kind of where our shows in uh, crisscross the stories I was talking about before, earlier. Jones, it was Jones' story, and they were going back between Joan and Don, and then Joan and Lane's story crisscrossed. Jones' story is done, and Lane's story now picks up. Don goes into the office. He's like, "Hey, what do you? Do? I thought you were supposed to be in England." And he's like, "I thought you were supposed to be in Alcapulco." He's like, "Oh, change, change my mind." So he just, he, I think he was too distraught after seeing her with a story. So he decided instead of going to Acapulco to hook up with some uh, chicas, he decided to come home and uh, I guess hook up with some chicas. We'll get there. So um, Lane and him are the only ones in the office. And he's like, do you mind if I have a drink? And he's like, um, oh, go right ahead. Oh, this, that's not the accent either. One day I'll get it. It's very proper. Maybe it's more like this. But it's, but it's not like I'm a butler. Now I have a butler's voice. Um, I feel like I sound like Mr. Belvedere. So Don... <laughs> I lose my brain sometimes. Don goes over to have a drink and he's like, Oh, my father uh, gave me this. He's like, Oh, what is it? I don't even know. He gave it to me. He's the alcoholic who you know thinks giving these kind of things is, is good or whatever. Um, brings you to closer together. So they open up some probably really expensive liquor... Don takes a sip and he's like, ooh, there's no bite. They're like, there's no, there's no afterbite. They have another drink. They have another drink. Don's, then they're just kind of like hanging out and Don's like, we're going to the movies. And Don starts filling up like a, um, a, a uh, flask with more of this alcohol. And they're, they're picking out all these different movies. Oh, uh, all these like classic and classy sounding movies. Oh, let's go to this one. Oh, she's in this. Oh, I don't. I don't want to see this. Oh, what's this movie about flowers? He's like, no, not that one. That was funny. There's a little callback, a little callback for Lane and the flowers issue. Um, so they talk about this like f movie that sounds like something umbrellas starring this famous actress. He's like Catherine Deneuve or something like that. They're like, oh, ooh, that'd be nice. Cut to Godzilla. They went to see Godzilla, which was awesome. And they're just hanging out in the theater. Not many people there. I think it's New Year's Day. They're drinking from the flask and they're just having loud conversations. This movie, this movie's excellent. And woman's shushing her and then <laughs> Lane starts yelling her in like fake Japanese. 
Uh, and they're just a couple of drunk dudes. They go off for steak afterwards. And um, Lane starts to uh, confide in him about the fact that um, what was going on with his wife. Maybe he mentioned it before, actually. He might have mentioned why he was still there, that his family didn't, he didn't want to go and his family didn't want to come. But he was telling him at the dinner, you know, um, that, oh, what did he say? He said, you know, uh, you know, I, I, I tried to send her flowers. That didn't go very well. That, you know, she didn't want to come back here. Um, and we've had a little fight and, uh, I tried to send her flowers that followed up with a very somber phone call where she told me she wasn't coming back and then she put my son on the phone which is kind of that way of saying you know say hi to your dad because you're not going to see him for a while and Don's like oh I'm sorry to hear that he's like how did you know it was over he's like I didn't have any choice in it uh, you know it, but he goes I'm I'm not one for giving advice um, he's like listen you know uh, I'm supposed to meet a lady friend later how about I call her and have her bring a friend? He's like, oh, no, no. He's like, why not? Why not? He's like, oh, all right. Let's let's do it. So, boom, the next thing, they're in a club seeing a comedian who um, is the comedian sees the, these two guys standing there together and just starts making gay jokes about, you know, um, them, you know, being a couple and who, who they look how, they look at each other at each other across the men's room. You know, stuff that was... Harmless, but also like, um, it went from harmless to, and then he just said, I'll, I'll, I'll get that. So he's, um, Lane yells, we're not homosexual, we're divorced. Ooh, that, that was my best Lane yet so far. And, uh, he's like, oh, divorced. And then the two women show up and the, 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 the comedian's like, oh, I guess you weren't a couple of queers. I was like, whoa, like, and Nobody like bats an eye. Not like if like if a comedian did that now, I feel like people will be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Or, you know, because you can, I mean, make the joke of, you know, the two guys, I guess that's, I mean, no, it's probably, I mean, it's definitely offensive, but the, the downright like inappropriate language, um, you couldn't get away with that at all now. Um, but it was just weird. And, you know, no one bad enough. They're like, ha, 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 ha. The two women show up and um, then they get out of there. It didn't last very long. Don's like, let's get out of here. And I think she said, oh, this woman's from this place or some ghost of this college or something like that. It works at this place. I don't know. Um, and I don't remember ever seeing this woman before for Don either. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Maybe I do. Is this the is this the slap me in the face woman? Okay, okay. So um, they go back to the house, and though know, they're the two, the one of the women's in the kitchen, and uh, the other she's like, "Get in here and help me." Um, to the other woman, and Lane says to her, um, "This woman seems like she knows your way around her kitchen." Uh, and I didn't realize that's him saying you. Well, the, to me, it's like, oh, you've seen this woman before. But um, he's like, yeah, whatever, I don't know. Um, and the other woman comes back. She's like, you want to show me around? He's like, all right. They almost go into Don's room. Don's like, not in there. They go into another room, and they start getting it on. And outside, Don's with his woman, and they, he's, she's like, let's go. He goes, no, let's do it right here. Uh, they start getting it on, 
and then cut to the next day. Um, Lane comes out dressed up. He's like, I would like, I'm, I'm, I'm thirsty. Um, I was going to say parched, but I think he just said thirsty. And, um, Don's like, oh, I'll make some coffee. Oh, just some water. And she's like, uh, he goes, how much, I feel like I should pay for last night. He's like, no, no, it's on me. He goes, um, that woman's not from, he goes, I know that woman's not from there or whatever. Maybe he said that earlier. I forget exactly. Oh, no, no, no. Um, Don said, oh, she's definitely not from whatever place you said. And the woman's like, oh, I just know that he, you know, he, he, he would like hearing that. Um, but turns out that this woman, I believe, was a prostitute and she cost $25. Lane gave him 30 Um, he's like, you know, how much was she? And I was like, whoa, I didn't realize that. And now it makes sense. This other woman, the one that knows her way around the, his kitchen, that's the prostitute that he had over before, right? Is it the same person? Like, I honestly did not recognize her, but it, maybe it is the same person or maybe it's the same service, but Don obviously gets prostitutes and gets them to slap him around, him around sometimes. And he got Lane a prostitute too. And uh, Lane was actually, thank you very much for the welcome destruction. Um, and, you know, Lane needed that, I guess, since his wife left him. Uh, he needed that. Uh, let's cut to the end of the show where we see Roger for the first time. We see Pete, I think, for the first time. I think Pete was there. Uh, Harry was there. Don was already there. Joan was there. Um, Lane probably went and got cleaned up because he's like, oh, sorry, he came in a little late. Um, you know, we did see Peggy. She's the one who gave uh, Joan the flowers, but that was all she did. She did mention she was going to spend New Year's with her boyfriend, but it kind of got blown away because Joan got all pissed off about the flowers. Um, but she wasn't in the meeting. And the show ended with uh, Joan saying, all right, everybody, let's get ready for 1965. And you see... Don's face and then the show ends um, one thing I forgot to mention was Lane said to uh, Don he's been going over all the paperwork all the all the money uh, all you know all the the information I can't I can't think of the word and Don's like I can't take any more bad news and he goes no I as though I am a stickler for money and you know money's tight we had a very we had an excellent year a very good year so We'll see what 1965 brings. It almost that line and that term that like the way it ended almost felt like that's the end of the season. Like 1965 is coming up next season, but no, it's coming up next episode. And for you, that means it's coming up next week. I think I covered everything. I like to think I covered everything. Oh, I talked for a half hour. You know, I watch these episodes sometimes and I don't take any notes. I've tried to take notes and it gets, it bogs down me watching it and it just ruins me talking about it. I finish it and I just, I'm thinking, while I'm watching, I'm going, am I going to remember all this? Am I going to remember? Oh, I'll remember this. I think I'll remember this. And just lo and behold, I hit record and here we are, a half hour of me blibbering and blabbering. I just made up a word, blibbering. Um, and it's almost as long as the episode itself. Uh, folks, that's it. Thank you very much for listening and subscribing. My name is Mike. You can find me on Twitter at MadeManPod. That's MadeManPod. Uh, the website is fansnotexperts.com slash MadeMan. 
or you can just go to fansnotexperts.com. Uh, I might be redesigning it soon. I found a template I like that I'm going to try to incorporate. Uh, I like to do that and play with the code and play with the blogger uh, because I'm a nerd. Um, you can email me, maidman at fansnotexperts.com. Believe me, you won't. No one ever has, but you can. Um, at least I don't think anyone ever has. It's supposed to forward right to my email address, and I've never gotten one. I do get tweets, though. So tweet me, tweet me, tweet me well. Will you please tweet me nice? Tweet me well? Oh, don't tweet me bad. Oh my God. This is where I realized that I'm rambling and uh, talking too long. So folks, we'll be back next Friday for another episode, talking about another episode. I've yet to miss one week. It's exciting. Uh, And with June coming up, you want to hear my voice every single day subscribe to the podcast geek mentality you can find it at fansonexperts.com too the month of june i do a podcast episode every single day i'll probably have one or two before then at least talking about the game of thrones finale Uh, but i watch a movie every day the movie i've never seen and i podcast about it every day 30 movies 30 podcasts 30 days i've been doing the movie month i call it This will be my sixth year doing it. I think it's my fourth year of doing it as a podcast. I used to write these blogs, and uh, that's a lot harder than just turning on your recorder and kind of giving your thoughts about a movie. Sometimes I only talk for 10 minutes, and that's fine. The thing is, I did this to start catching up on movies. I did it once, and and I said, I'm going to do it again. And now I kind of hold off on watching a lot of movies until June. Um So I'm excited to watch 30 movies and do 30 podcasts while at the same time still bringing you a Made Man episode every single Friday. So folks, that's it. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for subscribing. Thank you so much for for telling a friend. Uh, Thank you so much for bringing this up at your meetings at work. If you could just, you know, when it gets to your turn at a work meeting, just say, listen, before I get to this this um, the, this week's updates, um, I'd like to talk to you about a little podcast. A little podcast starring uh, a little man. A man who is on a journey. A journey unlike any other. Where he, that's me, goes on an adventure to become a made man. Fans not experts.